hit you in a land, can you fit me in your plans? I like you, I do. We went over to France and we woke up in Japan, I like you, I do. Welcome back to the Empowerment PT podcast. This is our official one year episode <laughs> of the podcast, which I didn't know until yesterday. I got a wee email through see. from Spotify. Uh, welcome back. We are sharing the journey today of Jordan, who is one of my clients and has been for a wee while now, just to share her journey and how far she's come along the programme. So Jordan's nearly lost 10 kilograms, which is a lot of weight, um, but Mm. I think mentally it's changed you a lot more than the actual weight side of things. Yeah. And I just wanted you to share your story today to inspire other women out there who or maybe thinking about their journey, or mm-hmm. maybe wanting to continue their journey, or are wanting to look up to someone, have a role model, maybe that could be you. So Ooh. we'll start off with the first question. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, just tell us about you and how you've got to this point so far. Um, I think, like, so last year I had enough. <laughs> I had enough. Enough. <laughs> and me and my friend, we were kind of in a similar boat. We were like, well, let's do this. She kind of approached me and was like look I'm thinking about doing PT like this guy does partner PT makes it a bit cheaper for both of us mm-hmm. like why don't we just do that because that was my only and always was my only kind of worry or concern about it was the cost of it like yeah just because and I think that's very fair to say yeah. because you do get a lot of the time where people will come and inquire and they'll say like you know how much is it kind of thing mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, how are you? Um, but <laughs> they'll say, you know, how much is it kind of thing? And I think, I don't know what a lot of people expect it to be. Um, mm. I do believe that investing in yourself is the best thing you'll ever do. Oh, um, but given the circumstances of the world we're in right now, mm-hmm. it's a huge limiting factor for a lot of people. Yeah. So last year, financially, it wasn't... Like, the start of last year, it was it was crap. But it wasn't, like, yeah. the worst. Um so when she said that, I was like, do you know what, we'll just do it. And it was like one-to-one kind of, like, so it was in-person mm-hmm. um, PT. And I found doing that, like, I'd go the two times a week and that was it. Like, yeah. I wasn't following nutrition. I, like, I was giving it, but I just wasn't following it. Cause I was just like, oh, whatever. And I was working from home for a call centre at the time and it was just... Oh, call centres are brutal, aren't they? <sighs> it was the worst. actually so scary. <laughs> it was awful. It was just... Like, I think my mental health was at an all-time low. Aye. It was it's just ridiculous how people treat others. Like, oh, my God, yeah. You find that out in call centres very mm-hmm. quickly. I think it wasn't even the customers. It was the people around me. Because I had... Yeah. For a while, it was good. And I was like, this is brilliant, a wee office job. Because I worked in hospitality before. Like, 12-hour right. shifts with one 30-minute break. Like, wow. on my feet whole day kind of thing and I was like this is a great wee office job yeah. I get paid double the amount yeah Monday to Friday and then we had a brilliant manager at the time and he just he had to got fired I think because he was too pally with his team yeah. so a girl that went in at training at the same time as us um she got put up to our manager and then things kind of unfolded for there and nobody oh I don't think she works at it or she is yeah. a manager anymore. For my, my, nana, um, my nana worked in the call centre like all her, pretty much all her days. Mm-hmm. Um, she worked for, I can't remember what the company was called, but she was working for them mm-hmm. um, and they they were doing like, basically if you, if you were late 
on pain things. Yeah. I think they phoned you up to kind of chase you on it. Oh, Not the nicest of jobs. Kind um, of debt collectors. Yeah, sort of kind of thing. Kind of yeah. like that. And she worked in that for like the best part of her whole life until she retired. I don't know how she did it. That's because that's a tough job. Especially I don't know how she did it. Calls. Yeah. Um, but she worked there for at least at least twenty years. Um, must have been good pay or something. I don't know. But <laughs> she actually roped my uncle into it, her son, uh-huh. um, when he was finishing his high school. He didn't know what he wanted to do. He didn't mm-hmm. know if he wanted to go to uni or not. Mm-hmm. He lasted a year. And then he said to my nan, I'm never doing this. No, I, I was the same. <laughs> I am never doing this again. I don't even think I lasted a year. I think I, by the time I'd left, they must have obviously sent out my wee card, but a week or so after I'd left, um, I got a wee card saying one year. And I was like, <laughs> no, goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> so, yeah, my mental health at that time was in the gutter. It was mm. not good. Working in the house at this point and was in my jammies all the time. and Like working from home? Aye. Mm-hmm. It was awful. And then did this PT lasted a couple months but she we kind of fell off doing it because of the hours I was working so we had to go at 6am and she wasn't I think she was working but that was just really early for her so she stopped going um so I was just like I can't afford to do this I'm all wooden sort of thing I think I did for yeah. a wee short amount of time but yeah I was like I just can't do this and then I fall like completely fell off like the whole like health fitness thing yeah. for over a year probably would have been because I came to you in April. April first was my first day. April, yeah, seems so. like so long ago now, doesn't it? I know. Time flies. I know. That's three months now. Is it? Yeah, I think so. April, May, June, July, July, August. August. Four, four months. Sorry. I thought it was weird. Which is wild. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. So I came to you then because I got to a point where it wasn't even just looking at myself. I didn't like it. Like obviously. I think it happens with a lot of people where they just don't like what they see in the mirror anymore and mm-hmm. it kind of, that's when they're like, oh, all right, I'll start to do something. But it was more the fact, like, I felt as if I was purely limited to what I could do physically, as in, like, tying my shoes. Like, yeah. see, thinking about now, it's ridiculous that I let myself get to that point, but I don't think I was even realising what I was doing. Yeah, for a lot of people, they don't notice it mm-hmm. or they're in denial about it. I um, think... Like yeah. denials are ever in Egypt. Oh, yeah, I think that was a, a massive part. I was just like, it's fine. I think it's because I was in the house all the time as well. I was like, yeah, I don't see anyone. I don't go out. Like me and yeah. my friends, we're always our schedules never line up, so we don't go out anywhere. Kyle yeah. sees me in the house, and that's it. Kyle's um, your fiance, isn't he? Yes, yeah. yes, no. <laughs> um, just getting used to saying that. I know it's so strange. John got recently engaged. Um, mm. Our engagement ring now fits her properly, which is a nice milestone. It was after a couple of weeks or so it, it fit me, and I was yeah. like, "That's crazy." I think yeah. that was like, I was just pure health for leather. I was like, "This will go on." I'm not paying it. Squeezing it. <laughs> it's like Cinderella in her shoe, but <laughs> finger was like completely dead. <laughs> oh yeah. That's but, amazing. Yeah, I think for a lot of people, as you say, though, like they don't, they're not consciously aware of it. Like mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of people that have mirrors in their house. Yeah, which is a big factor yeah. um, to probably how they feel, but more so if they don't notice it and then mm-hmm. they just let it build up over time. Yeah, to the point where they're so uncomfortable in every social situation. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really self-conscious, even mm-hmm. around people that they do know. Yeah. They'll sit with like a pillow on them on the couch mm-hmm. and kind of hide stuff. They'll hide themselves yeah. in like black clothes, baggy clothes. Yeah. Just I think that even kind of leaving the house became a task sort of thing because yeah. it involved a meltdown yes. of me trying to find something to wear because, yes. like you were saying, they're completely in denial of it where 
I'd obviously put weight on and none of my clothes properly fit me anymore. Yeah. This jacket, literally, it's such like, a good example. Like, it's like I was Regina wearing it. Mean Girls. Yeah, <laughs> I was wearing it, but I was pure like, stuff couldn't yeah. like, lift my arms and all that. So um, I think that was just anything I tried on. I was like, can I wear this, whatever. I, one thing that sticks in my head was New Year, um, not this year, but uh, going into 2022. Right. Um, so like two years ago kind of thing? Or like, do you mean this 2021 year? going into 2022. Right. okay. So, yeah. Um, I was at my friend's house, always. We always got my friend's mum's house. Um, and Kyle was coming with me, but his wee brother was coming as well this time, just... Mm. So he had someone there with him because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. it's all my pals and like my pal's brother, yeah. pals and everything. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody he knows or talks to. So yeah, I yeah, was yeah. like, Rinky, and he'll be fine. Um, and I was just pure in my room, changed my outfit a million times, having a full on strop. And he's Kyle's wee brother came in, he was like, You look fine. And it was, so I was just like, What okay. do you mean? He gave me a wee pep talk, and I was just like, Right, fine. And that, that was a year, because my, it's my best friend, she's getting married in April coming. Uh-huh. And it was that year she asked us all to be like our bridesmaids and she asked me to be our maid of honour and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's, uh, and we were all did happen. And we took our pictures and I hated them. I was just like, but that's not the point of what they were being taken for. Like, think yeah, of, yeah. you know, by like the time trying, I was just like, ew, 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 ew. Yeah, you're trying so anywhere. hard not to think about you in that situation yeah. because it's not your day. Exactly. But at the same time, it did affect you. Just wanted to crawl, crawl in a wee ball. Yeah. Like... And it's a horrible feeling yeah. when that happens. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people who have came to me previously because their goal is they want to look good in their bridesmaid's dress. Even though it's not their day, they still want to look good. Yeah, those and pictures feel good. are going to be there. Yeah, and they're going to be plastered everywhere. And that's yeah. a lot of like anxiety for people. Like, yeah. they don't want to say to the bride, like, by the way, could you not post me? Because that's obviously, it's not about them. Yeah. But they are feeling really horrible within themselves. Yeah. And I think for me, it's about taking that pressure off them and that stress off them mm-hmm. so that they don't even need to think about it. Yeah. And I think, like, you'll notice that if you're ever invited to another wedding in the future, um, like you, or maybe even your own soon, <laughs> like okay. you won't even have to worry about that. Yeah, um, I definitely know yeah. how you're feeling because I've been there. Like I, when my mum got married, even uh-huh. when I was a teenager, I felt really insecure. Yeah, I was gonna say that it's kind of like body insecurity. I feel as if it's something that's followed me like my whole life. Yeah, like I wasn't. See, looking back at them now, I was not like oversized or like fat by any means whatsoever. But see, at the time, mm-hmm. I was like, I am the biggest lump in the world. I just felt so uncomfortable in myself and. Mm. Like, even, so, like, we went to my uncle's wedding when I was younger and I remember, like, the process of finding a wee dress for it, mm-hmm. which is a nightmare. And even throughout high school and stuff. Um, Do you think there's a certain point in your life where, like, the weight came, like, crept on? Um, um, definitely when me and Kyle probably got together. Yeah. I'd say, like, healthy relationship weight. Yeah, is a Not that it's mm-hmm. Kyle's fault. It's no, it's really not. my own. He's not fault. twisting your arm and saying, no, like, Eat this food. Just... <laughs> but it's just having a burger down yeah, my throat. <laughs> it's, the, it's the comfort aspect of it because yeah. you like to think they'll love you for who you are. And but, yeah, I think that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's kind of. So obviously, I put all the weight on through the last kind of three, four years. Um, our first kind of year together we, was. 
we had quite a big situation. I think I spoke to you about it before, but mm. the only people I know is like my family and mm-hmm. Kyle, my close friends mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was quite a big deal, which put a bit of a toll on me and a big like mental scar that still yeah. lingers to this day. And I mm-hmm. think, I wouldn't say it was like emotional eating or anything, but I definitely just stopped caring yeah. about what people thought of me in the sense of, I'm just going to eat this because who cares what people think if I'm yeah. that size, whatever. But then it's got to a point, the kind of the last year, this year, where... I was just like, I cannot go on like this because the way it's making me feel mentally, it's just not okay. Yeah. Like, I need to stop. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And I think a lot of it will be that you're subconsciously doing it. Um, mm-hmm. It won't be like you're actively thinking, like, I feel this way, so I'm going to eat this. Like, it's yeah. subconsciously in your head because you don't care mm-hmm. um, and because you're not actively thinking about yeah. it. I think it was also because Kyle's very vocal and mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing for it anyway but I know that he'll scream for like the highest hills like how he feels about me and that no matter how I look he's always going to think like he'll, he says to me every single day oh you're so beautiful and mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like he'll always so I think that's why I just got so comfortable yeah and I was like but on when I was alone or if he was out or whatever if I was getting changed in my room on my own because we've got our own wee offices and stuff I was in yeah. my own room my mirror I just you needed that reassurance from him yeah I was not happy with myself at that point and I was mm. like that's where the issues kind of come like yeah because it's it's hard to have to have reassurance from someone constantly mm. and get validation constantly and yeah. it becomes draining not only on yourself but mm-hmm. on the other person yeah I think since like the situation that happened when we were first got together, um, our relationship was definitely not healthy. I wouldn't say not healthy, but it was not where it, a normal like relationship would be sort of thing. Um, I definitely was like, didn't want him near me. Nothing, it was nothing that he'd done. It was literally just was how yeah. I was meant to feel. And I was like, I just don't want you near me. Like, stay away. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you're talking about this though, because I'm not many people will talk about it like the vulnerability aspect of like intimacy when you don't oh feel God, good yeah. about yourself yeah it definitely took a huge toll on our relationship um because I just at first he just didn't get it and he was just like but I think you look beautiful and I was like but yeah. I don't and I'm not comfortable with my, myself so I'm yeah. not comfortable with you seeing me like yeah. this yeah and he didn't really get it at first but as he went on he was more reassuring with it and we're now at a really good spot we're not exactly pure 100% but who is like yeah, exactly. what the relationship is um, I hardly know anybody especially they've been together for a long time yeah it's like that I definitely we've lived together majority because we moved well I moved in with him just after a year of being together yeah, yeah. so the week before lockdown and I moved in uh, with him and his friend and yeah that was like me with John like we were like so fresh lockdown mm-hmm. hit and then I ended up staying with him for like Three, four months. Yeah. Because my gran was vulnerable at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't go back and forth. Yeah. Because of the rules or whatever they were now. Can't remember. It seems like an actual dream. Um, or nightmare. A movie. Did this yeah, it's like, <laughs> I can't believe that was actually a point in history. <laughs> <clears throat> but, yeah, that was like us. We were like really, really fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know how that feels in terms of the pressure. And like, you're, yeah. you're moving in really soon. Like, mm-hmm. hardly know each other really. And... 
yeah. you're having to then suddenly know everything about each other. It's overwhelming yeah, at the time. Exactly. I feel like you don't really know a person until you live with them yeah. and see them in their day to day what yes. they do behind they closed doors. They can't hide anything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you definitely find out a lot about a person and all their bad habits. <laughs> well, Toilet seats. <laughs> do you know he doesn't have a habit for toilet seats, but some of the other stuff it just grinds my gears. I'm like. But why? Yeah, oh, there's why? so many. But then, <laughs> then equally, there's a lot of bad things that I do as I well. I was going to say that I'm so, just as bad. I'm, yeah. There's times I can be quite the hypocrite, and he said oh, he says sure. that to me. He's like, "But you didn't do it either." And I was like, "Sure." <laughs> yeah. No, like we for John picks his fingernails when he's thinking, so like he'll oh. he'll pick them off instead of bite them. Whereas I'm a notorious nail biter, so um, he I can't even do anything because yeah, I'm like, if yeah. I want to say to him, stop picking, he'll be like, stop biting. <laughs> It's just like yeah. two headstrong Side people eye. having a standoff. <laughs> um, but yeah, you really do get to know someone when you do oh, that with them. Yeah. So you do. Um, like we're traveling to Spain for a month and oh. we'll probably know even more about each other and that'll yeah. be four years now. So I totally understand how you were feeling and like mm-hmm. the vulnerability of like being with them every day. And uh-huh. It's a lot. Yeah, so I definitely saw since starting with yourself an improvement in our relationship as well. Mm-hmm. Because obviously I see the difference in my like my actual physical self. Yeah. But mentally I feel more like grown up. Is that I know what you mean. It? more mature in a yeah, way? Like because yeah. I am a terrible talker. Like that's why I was so nervous coming here because I was like, I can't talk. Like I just don't know how to talk about you my feelings. Know. And oh I'm awful. I just can't talk about my feelings and I'm just I think not. you've been very open <laughs> with your feelings with me. Yeah. Which is strange because obviously, as you say, you're not, you're quite an introvert. But mm. with me, I feel like I've brought out that oh, different definitely. side to oh, you where you're like, which is chat, like, chat, chat. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's helped a lot with me and Kyle as well because I tell him what's bothering me. And mm. then if there's stuff that's bothering him, I'm more as receptive the word for it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I accept it. And I'm like, all right, okay, fair enough. Like, that's your feelings. I accept that. Yeah. But that's before I just be like, why? Because like, I was not nice. Like, yeah. I just feel as if I was not a good partner in that sense yeah. where I was just didn't listen. I was like... Do you know what but, there was at? Mm. So, like, I relate to that as well. There was times where I think, quite honestly, if I was to sit here and be honest, the first three years of me and John's relationship, I do not feel like I was a good partner at mm. all. And he would probably agree to some extent. Um, mm-hmm. Not for the full time, but there were there were definitely times where we were tested mm-hmm. down to my mental struggles and also his mental struggles at the yeah. time. So like when you finally come to terms with that mm-hmm. and accept it and heal from it actively and build up that resilience together in mm-hmm. a relationship, I do feel like it gets better. Yeah, um, I feel like we're quite similar situations. Oh no, definitely we yeah. are. Like it's it's it takes a big person to admit that they were the issue. Mm-hmm. Like they were the problem. Yeah, it took me a while to kind of realize that um, the way I handled like different situations instead of just being open and honest and saying, "Look, what's this about?" or "Why'd you do this?" or "What's that?" whatever. Um, I would do it in a pure weird, like snide way (laughs) or like backhanded or something like. But that's just built into you from years of being like on self-defensive and fight or flight mode. Mm -hmm. Like that happens all the time when you're yeah. on fight or flight mode your whole life you do get very defensive yeah very easily because yeah. you are trying to protect yourself before mm-hmm. someone else can hurt you yeah does that make sense yeah definitely i think there was one night in particular it just my friend she was loving with us at the time 
and she had went to her bed and something happened like with me and Kyle and he went out to walk the dog and instead of just when he came in being like oh what's this about I left like uh, his phone or I think it was a laptop or an iPad or something left it on the couch with what it was that I saw and he came in and he was like John what is that like why have you done that and then he's like what are you doing and I was pure upset about it and I'd completely put the whole situation out of context and once he told me what it was I was like because I was, yeah. but in my head, I was like, oh my God, you're an idiot. Yeah. But on the outside, I was just still pure, well, you're in the wrong sort of thing. Yeah. And he's like, Jordan, you need to snap out of this. And, yeah. or you're like, I will leave. Yeah. And that's where I was like, all right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it takes it an, ultimate, <laughs> an ultimatum sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't have to get to that stage, but sometimes it does. Yeah. Um, and like, as you say, in, internally, you're like, no, you were wrong. There was definitely something that you did. Yeah. Um. It's just an ego thing. Like we all have it. Oh, yeah. Um. And sometimes that what we need to do is just like literally take a breather from each other. So yeah. if we ever get in, if me and John ever get into a debate, we will literally give each other space. Like there is no point fighting fire with fire. Yeah. In that situation, because you are both just going to go boom, boom, boom off each other. Yeah. I think we've got better at that as well a wee bit. Um. Because we were quite, we could both get quite hostile. Oh yeah. And yeah start throwing insults and then after we're like I don't actually mean that like yeah like I just ju- said that to hurt you and yeah. I don't want to hurt you you're just trying to score points at that stage yeah <laughs> and I truly think that if people in relationships stopped trying to score points they would be oh my God, so yeah. much more better off yeah um but it takes a healthy strong relationship to stand back and say do you know what I was so wrong there mm-hmm. I fucked up and I'm really sorry mm-hmm. rather than being like no you were wrong you need to apologize yeah. to me or we're not moving forwards mm-hmm. um because it takes two to tango it always oh, does definitely and it's good to see that you've definitely improved your relationship like from Miles not just from starting this like the full credit definitely doesn't go to me it goes to you as well because mm-hmm. you've actively worked on that because you care about each other yeah. And it's obviously worked because you're engaged now. So we're winning. <laughs> you're stuck now. <laughs> what, what do you feel like you would tell your younger self about what you know now? Um, that I can do it. Mm-hmm. That it does get... Like, things do get a bit easier. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say, like, young, young self. Just even, like, a good few couple of so years ago. Maybe mm-hmm. teenagers, like... Because I quite... When I was, like, my younger teens, I had... Like, a rough time mentally, I just checked out. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> um, so, just that you'll get past that kind of stage and head, you'll be more headstrong and mm-hmm. you can do things like more than what you actually think you can because yeah. I never thought what I'm doing now, I could never. Like, in the fact that I was very, felt almost pressured like to go straight into college and stuff straight from school mm-hmm. whereas now I'm like I probably didn't even I'm glad I did I've got a diploma out of it and whatever but I don't use it yeah do you know I mean so I feel as if I could have just went straight into work and took my time yeah like just take your time actually work out what you want to do well that's what I did I didn't go to college straight away mm-hmm. um I had different circumstances at the time where I, I was with my, my ex-boyfriend who was the complete definition of arsehole. Yeah. Um, so he kind of forced me into things that I just never wanted to do at the time. Yeah. But I do not regret like taking that year off after high school. High school was not a pleasant experience for me. 
I don't think it's a pleasant experience for anybody. Mm, high school was all right for me. Like I just kind of went to class, did my classes. Yeah. Same group of pals would sit at the same lunch table and all that. But it got to a point because I left at the end of fifth year just mm-hmm. purely so I could get hired, and mm-hmm. that was it. But I was never like picked on or anything at school. But mm-hmm. it was just always like bitchiness. Yeah. around me and I was and some people never snap out of that exactly like I mean? it wasn't even bitterness to do with me or at me it was just around me and my friends and like different yeah. situations stuff the and I was just like I'm mm-hmm. I've outgrown this like I can't deal with your environment plays such a huge part in you as a person as well yeah the people that you surround yourself with the content that you surround yourself with who you're um, with in a certain place or the place that you're in like yeah. it all adds up so if you feel negative energy in the air, that's definitely going to affect who you are. Yeah. And I think high school was just so bad for that. Um, but we're all young and we're all trying to work out our emotions. Yeah, I think it's a, it's, big a, place. it's a hard time. Yeah, we're all trying definitely. to work out our hormones and yeah, our I brains. Think teenagers are like that kind of later high school stage, mm-hmm. like age, get a lot of kind of backlash yeah. and... I feel as if they feel a lot of pressure because I yeah. felt a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And my wee sister, she's at that stage right now. She's 17. She's yeah. right. I think she's just about going to sixth year. And I feel as if at that age, you've got a lot of pressure from your school and to do good, your parents to do good. And then you've just in society in general to fit in. And do you know what I mean? And it's just, it's a lot of different pressures for different things. And I mm-hmm. feel, I just kind of, I didn't, I wasn't fully myself. I just kind of, done dress a certain way spoke a certain way just done whatever to fit in and just be comfortable and not need to step out of a comfort zone sort of thing um mm-hmm. whereas i would now say to myself just do what you want to do like generally do what you want to do and mm-hmm. just don't feel like pressurized off of anyone to do something you don't want yeah i agree with that and yeah. i think a lot of the time i wish i was like that mm-hmm. and school I think we spoke about this earlier um but I wish that I had done things my way more often um like I don't drink now um I've been sober for years now Mm -hmm. probably like two years I think now um and I made that decision consciously it was actually after um, my mother-in-law's 50th birthday party where I had the worst time afterwards where mm. I think drink just brings every emotion to the surface oh, yeah. to the point where you make people feel pure uncomfortable <laughs> like it's actually like I was a crier it's when I was drunk yeah, yeah I was a crier it was horrible it was like Kim Kardashian pure ugly face <laughs> crying it was horrible yeah. um but I like came back from the fifth like the 50th and then the next day I just remember waking up pure like I can't feel like this <laughs> like I'm running a business here yeah I can't do this every every time like yeah. I, I always took it too far because you know what drinks like it makes you feel pure sociable comfortable mm-hmm. as yeah. if you're like invincible and then yeah. you just get pure emotional I was like that the yeah. last time I went drinking I've just completely tried to play catch up yeah and because I was working late and everyone else had already been out so I got there, ordered loads of vodkas, done a bunch of shots, went into town to meet my work pals for some reason. was absolutely out of my face before I even got there. Got out of the taxi, my pal, he went and met his other friends and then I phoned my mum and I was like, you need to come pick me up. Like, I'm yeah. completely blackout drunk. I yeah. don't even know how much the phone or to come and get me. I don't remember. I you don't... spiked? 
No, no. I just <laughs> just took it too far. I drank way too much within like an hour. Yeah, uh, that was just all it was. Yeah, and I ended up sitting outside John Lewis throwing up oh, like no. on my cell and everything. I was like, this is I've not drank since I've not been out like a night out or like to a pub drinking mm. drinking since then. Like, yeah, I was like absolute fear of God. I'm I don't like, even no. miss it, and that's no. what made me think like I didn't even like alcohol. I was just about to say that it. I don't like it. It doesn't taste nice. No, like it's I don't rank. know how. Pe- I don't know how. <laughs> Unless like, it's like in a pure fruity cocktail, like when you and then people, it's too sugary. Yeah, and people take like shots and then uh, yeah, they're like, obviously they're meant to taste rank and all that, uh-huh. but like they m- take multiple. Yeah, like why are you doing multiple? That? <laughs> I'm like wow, like yeah. one even was enough for me when I did drink. Yeah, I just think I just couldn't handle it, and I'll be honest, I just couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't handle the scandal. I couldn't. No. Um, I feel as if I yeah. pure out drank myself when I was younger. Yeah, and I'm twenty three, and I'm like, oh, I can't go. Yeah, the <laughs> you take it too far, don't you? And that's what I was meaning with the high school thing. Like, I literally was like only drinking because they drank, and they were my friends, quote unquote, mm. at the time. Yeah, um, and I just followed the crowd because I was pure like, oh, I'll just do what they're doing. I yeah. tell my mum I'm going for a sleepover and then, yeah. you know, clink, clink in the bag, out in the field, off we went. Yeah, we Didn't we know never, how to get hypothermia. Right. We <laughs> never done that. We were never out in the field. My friend's mum is very, like, laid back and let her have people over. Not every weekend, but, like, maybe two out times out of the month or something. Yeah. Um, and me and my, like, my best pal, we were always, like, the notorious blackout, pure the riot, falling blackout down. G. <laughs> Falling down the stairs, and there was one time I go for like chapter tooth. I tore my, the ligaments of my ankle, and this about ten minutes later, it was wow. just, it was just a nightmare. And I just that's I another reason, like yeah, I don't want to not Such remember the night. <laughs> I spoke about this on Instagram earlier, and I actually surprisingly gained followers out of it <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of lost followers. But I just like. I, I just threw the question out there where I was like, see if you have to go out and be blackout drunk and not remember the night, is it worth it? Like, no. why it why is that fun? <laughs> I don't know if I'm just a pure boring person now, I think, but why is that fun? Yeah, <laughs> I think it gets to a point where you're drinking and then you're drunk, whatever, and then because you're so drunk, you're like, I'll be fine if I have another one. And then yeah, you, you don't see, actually you don't even realise how much you've drank and then yeah. you're like... Dying on the floor. <laughs> Fresh air hits you. Oh my god! You go yeah. to the toilet. You break the seal. You are Done. gone. It's when you sit in the toilet in a club and you just hear like doof, doof, it comes from uh-huh. the room and you're and sitting there with your you head get in your pure hand, vertigo. Like, oh the room's god. pure spinning. You're like that. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> Try and stand there. up. And you pure heat butt the door. Yeah, it's not a good. It's not a good time. over. Not a good time. I think we have grew up really quickly though. Which, mm. in a way, I've always felt is a backhanded compliment. Like, oh, you, you're you quite mature yeah. for your age, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, not because I wanted to be, Sandra. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for that, anyway. Yeah. I think that's why I see when I went and seen Barbie. I was just sitting there like... <laughs> oh, my God, Barbie was, Stop like, it. the most, like... I genuinely... It was the most acid trip thing. Like, oh my God, it, was. <laughs> it genuinely is. It's like... It starts off pure, like, yeah, it's Barbie Funhouse. Uh-huh. And then it's like... Don't you want to catch a house? And then it's like, close your eyes, now feel. And I just sat there and I was like, see that that sound comes on TikTok. Oh my God, I skipped them now. I'm just like, I can't watch this, Carl. I'll have a meltdown. Goodbye. The Bill
before. Yeah. So we had like the good tunes on to get her in the mood. Yeah. And then that came on and I was like, nope. <laughs> Next. <No. laughs> We're I not know. in that field. I'm pure like Dooley Pa. But it was such a good film for the inner child, I thought. Yeah, it definitely brought out a lot of feelings and mm-hmm. I feel like it was quite eye-opening. Like, yeah. I went and seen it with my little sister and we just... Like, I feel like for the majority of it, you're, like, laughing. Because it is quite a good... It's a good movie like, yeah, to yeah, sit yeah. and watch as a kind of comedy. So like your emotions just went up, down, up, down. Oh, up, down. it's <laughs> such a roller coaster, And it was one of those ones where, you know how some movies you'll laugh... Like, look at the pressure muff and laugh and all that. It was just... We were just pure... Tears streaming. And asked your side either at one point. I just seen a wee tear. Bombastic side eye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was just like, I can't deal with this movie. I need to go home. I know. I, I was due on in as well. And I was just like... <laughs> the worst time. What a bad idea. People are hodding your popcorn, like rocking back and forth. <laughs> like, pure what is actually happening. Yeah. This is meant to be a pure Barbie dream house. Crisis. <laughs> this that's, is not the Barbie dream house, I thought. It's actually so funny. I think that's like one of the things that I just never expected was that to be such a good film for your your emotions and yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, so the wee TikTok edits and it's like girlhood and I'm like, I just don't have that. <laughs> like I have a good girl pals, yeah. but they're all like separate. They're like, not like a group, yeah. do you know what I mean? And everyone's got the videos, they're groups of like girls and all having fun and all that. And I'm like, I don't have videos with my friends and yeah. stuff like that. I'm like, Have that always been the case? Have you always felt like you've got a small circle? Oh, yeah. Because mm. in school we had, like, a big circle, but I feel as if me and my friend, like, my best, like, childhood pal, mm-hmm. we've jumped group to group, but it's always been... Just used to. Yeah, well, we've, we've got... There's, like, kind of three of us in this wee group, and we've all kind of jumped group to group mm-hmm. and stuff, and um, we never kind of split from the three of us, sort yeah. of thing, so I just... I think it's got to a point now we're all adults, and our own houses and our careers and stuff and we're just like that'll do <laughs> that'll do donkey. that'll do donkey <laughs> and then i've got um my other two pals but again one of them i went to school with never really spoke to throughout school but i don't even know why i don't i don't really remember primary school at all really yes, strange i have no i idea. think i've just disso- disassociated from it to yeah. be honest. a wee bit yeah <laughs> but We've got a picture together from, I think it was our P7. We never got prom. We got a P7 beach party. Oh, we had a pure blown prom. (laughs) Oh, we never got that. See if I find my prom pictures and I'll put put them up (laughs) because, yeah. We weren't allowed 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 prom because the dresses were too short. So really? they gave us a beach party and I was like, that's so that's, stupid. That's How just so hypocritical. Oh, your dresses are too short, but we'll put you in bikinis exactly. instead. It's and so the fact dumb. that your children... Yeah, like, it was what? so strange. <laughs> it was in the gym hall and it was just... What? They had a barbecue outside and it was just... That is the most council thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it, was <so> <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? it was in the gym hall where we did it. <laughs> and it was so bad. Well, that sounds like something that it, it shouldn't be. It was just... <laughs> Rated R. No, oh no! Don't even go so there. Bad. That's actual. So it was bad. just so strange. But we've got a picture, me and this girl, from that party, and I'm just—I don't even remember this. But our grand's got it on our fridge, and the only way we reconnected from school is because uh, Kyle's got like, a gaming organisation, uh-huh. and she got added to like the Twitter chat, and I was uh-huh. like, I went to school with her, and I was like, she stayed. That's a girl that she lived with me for a while, and. 
talk all the time. We play the Xbox together all the time. That's class. And it's so strange. I was like, it's, it's so the most weird unlikely how... friendship story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, it's so strange how the youth just found her on Twitter. Cause yeah. She hashtag something or I don't even know. That's hilarious. But, <laughs> yeah. And then the other girl on Pals, we, um, we have the same ex and we start, both started working. Yeah. I think I worked there first possibly and then she came in after me. And um, we both thought, we both hated each other. And yeah. we were like, <laughs> Girls okay. are so like that. And then we're actually, I've been talking to her last night and she was just to tell me about her feelings and how she was feeling at work and all that. And she was like, thanks for listening. Like, I just needed to get off my chest. Like, thanks for listening, love you. And then she was just saying all these nice things. And I started up here tearing up and Kyle's like, why are you crying? It sounds like the girl's bathroom. Oh my God. Like, she had, the, uh, yeah. she, her, my conversations were always girl bathroom level. Like, Oh, for sure. Oh, she, I just, I love her so much. She's just brilliant. And I was talking to her this morning, but I just find it so funny that we thought we pure hate each other and we're actually like, oh my God, I love you. You're, you're brilliant. Yeah. Like we bond over our trauma. Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> we're just like, oh, remember this. It's so, it's so funny. Sort of laughing. That's, that's a form of healing though, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think that as well. Like my, fr- my other pal that loved me, she just, she's got quite the backhold a wee bit uh, trauma. Oh, her. But her mum passed away. We were like a good, good few years ago. Yeah. Like we're still in school and all that. And she's quite one for the dead mum jokes. Oh, no. <laughs> That's one way to And go. I'm just like, all right, okay. Um, I feel like you need dark humour to yeah, cope with these things. Yeah. Like, At first I was kind of like, okay. But now I just say them mm-hmm. to her and she's just like, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> she starts laughing, but it's fine. But yeah, I think like, if you don't laugh, If someone fine. else said that, she would be like morbidly offended. I know, she would be like, like, excuse you. <laughs> has she been like quite supportive for your fitness journey as well? And oh my god, everyone has. Yeah. Yeah, oh my god. She started coming to the gym with me last week or so. That's good. Yeah, she started coming with me because uh, she was away on holiday today. Oh, good. Bitch. <laughs> uh, bitch. <laughs> but, um, what would you say to, like, what would you say you've learned through your fitness journey and, like, the people around you? Like, was there anything mm. you expected, you didn't expect? Did you have friends that didn't support you? You know, um, that kind of thing? No, I've always had. All my friends have always supported me, like from the start of like this journey anyway. Um, from April, they've always supported me. I think Kyle's the biggest cheerleader I know. <laughs> As he <it> should be. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all my friends are brilliant. They're great. Good. I have four girl pals. <laughs> what about yourself? Like, is there anything you didn't expect for yourself? Um, probably my mindset change. Mm-hmm. I just never thought. I would be the pure, I don't want to say it because I'm not really, but see the pure like gym girly. You are I mean? a gym girly. Do you think? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I think it's a misconception. Like people think that it's like 5am rises. Oh, absolutely Like not. I've said Can this in a podcast that? before, but if that doesn't work for you, don't no. do it. Like find something that's your, enjoyment for you. Yeah. I see your, what does it call them? The day you get up so early. I, oh, that's John's high performance days. Yeah, yeah. And you're getting up at like 3, 4, 5am oh. and I'm like... Pff. Every Monday so he does. No. Nope. Like clockwork. It's Can't. been like 24 weeks I think now. That's crazy. Um, But yeah, that's something that he chooses to do. If he stays at mine, I'll, I will do it with him because mm-hmm. I, I support him. Yeah. And Plus, it'll be easier for you to get up if yeah, he's getting up anyway. Do you know what? Sometimes I get up around about five anyway, so realistically, it's only an extra hour that mm-hmm. I'm sacrificing. And really, what difference does that make if I go to bed early anyway? Yeah. Um. But yeah, John does that. And to be honest, you do get a lot done throughout the day. Like, 
you yeah. get so much more done. Yeah. And I've then noticed, you finish earlier too. Yeah, so I've noticed I don't get up 5am quite, but <laughs> I get up to. a bit earlier and go to the gym like before work. Yeah, it has to be something that you enjoy. It's yeah. an enjoyment factor. is a mm-hmm. huge part of the journey. Yeah, I feel as if, because I went, I started work at like half 11 the other day and I went to the gym before it and mm-hmm. I like, as I was going to work, I was like, I just feel like I've had a whole day already. Like, yeah. And I just... I feel I have so much more time just to live life. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I feel as if I've yeah. got more of a... I wouldn't say I know my life's purpose because I just don't. I don't know what I want to do with my life. I know kind of roughly where I want like my relationships with people to go. But as for like myself, myself physically and mentally and stuff, like I don't know where we're going yet, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, you don't have to know everything. You don't have to have it all figured out straight away. Um, mm. That's something that I've learned myself. I have put so much pressure on myself over the last couple of years because I felt like I had to get everything figured out straight away, but you don't. Yeah. You're so young. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm so young. I forget I'm 23. I'm 24 this year. I forget you're 23. Honestly, I feel <laughs> as if... <laughs> I know. I feel as like, if you're I thought so... you were 30. I was like, <laughs> fuck you. It's just like your maturity level and your knowledge. I'm just like, wow. Thanks. <laughs> I get it wasn't by choice. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think you just get so much pressure on yourself, like, mm-hmm. all the time because you see we're surrounded by people who have got it all together, right? And these are usually people who are uh-huh. influencers or, like, celebrities. And mm-hmm. to be honest, a lot of that's been handed to them. Um, the Kardashians, we'll use them as an example, right? They have had everything handed to them mm-hmm. because it's literally just how their family works. Yeah. Like, their dad was famous, then they become famous, and yeah. then their sister becomes famous for you-know-what, and then <laughs> everybody gets their own TV show. Yeah. Like, that's just how their cards were played and yeah. the hand they were dealt. Yeah. But we won't have access to what they have, and influencers, like, fair enough, a lot of them put work into it, but most mm-hmm. of the time it's just sheer chance. Yeah, right place, right time kind yeah. of thing, yeah. And I do believe that you have to earn your, your work and you mm-hmm. have to earn where you need to be and I'm a firm believer in that and that takes time mm-hmm. but you will see a lot of people who just get things like handed to them and that's just the yeah. luck of the draw um, but we are under so much pressure where we're surrounded by these people and we feel like we need to be like them too or mm-hmm. we're not successful Yeah, I think kind of the last not even months. so I think it was quite a few months and stuff like uh childhood friend she moved away up to Inverness yeah. with her partner and she's got the most lovely like three bedroom house mm. they both have amazing careers and um I think at first I did find myself a wee bit jealous I was like it's normal though I was like why can't I just have that and have my big mm. house and yeah. do you know what I mean and the then thing is, you could if you wanted to but it's just not the path that you chose yeah I, yeah, I was just quite like oh I just wish that was me and then mm-hmm. I kind of sat myself I didn't sit myself down but I then thought about it and I was just like but she's worked so hard for that and yeah. I know she has because she went to uni done her full course and she was working at like and she was going to the gym every morning like yeah. she was just she was so on it and then I remember like, we never like even though we're basically basically pals and lived five minutes away from each other we never really saw each other and we I think kind of a week or so before she moved we seen each other quite a few times yeah and um, they were sitting in her car because she, she was dropping me off and we just sit in the car for hours after it. We just, do you know that way? Yeah. You just sit and talk and talk and you don't even notice 
time's gone by. Yeah. And I went to her, I was like, oh, I'm just so proud of you and everything you've done. And like, you've done so well for yourself. And she's yeah. looking at me like, don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. she was like, don't worry, don't stop that. <laughs> and but, it is like just graft. Yeah. And yeah. you're still grafting right now. Well, that's what I was thinking, like... Like, your, your graft hasn't stopped. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, she's worked so hard for that, but at the same time, so far, like, yeah. I've worked hard for what I've got and uh-huh. I'm okay. Like, now I'm fine with what I have. I'm yeah. like, not ideal with, like, a house upgrade. Like, yeah, But at the same time, she took a good route and stayed with her mum while she was on her uni and all that. Mm-hmm. Got the money behind her then went, whereas I moved out of my house the first opportunity I kind of got. Uh-huh. So your circumstances were different. Exactly. So that's what I kind of said to myself. I was like, you've actually done well. Mm-hmm. You've done well for yourself. Like, why yeah. are you putting all you- this pressure on yourself for no reason? Uh-huh. You've both done well in different mm-hmm. areas. Like, exactly. your circumstances were just totally different. And that's yeah. what I was meaning. Like, that's just the cards you were dealt. Yeah. And that's how you played them. It's because yeah. you had different situations. Yeah. And everything will happen when it's meant to. Yeah. For I you. I feel like in the... Um, because this was, like, a good wee while ago, I thought this. I was when she first kind of originally moved. No, which tell me um, to stand. Why can't I stand? I know, mine's <laughs> just went as well. 125 steps left this hour. <laughs> but, um, yeah, when she first kind of moved, I had all those feelings. But since starting with yourself, um, like, my mindset has completely, like, flipped on its head. And I'm like, mm-hmm. where I am is fine. Like, What goals are I'm you pursuing so right now? happy with her. Um... I think just kind of getting more financially stable. I think with the job I do, um, being a support worker, the hours come and go. Mm-hmm. And because I don't drive yet, mm-hmm. um, it does limit my hours. But at the same time, Kyle works his arse off. Like yeah. He just is constantly working. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also he's kind of looking at another job now to build up the money and then he'll go back to what he's doing now because he's getting a new course at the same time as doing this job yeah. uh, with his work. So I think just for the two of us getting a bit more financially stable because um, we're not in a bad state. Like we we have a house over, like a roof over our head. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like we're fine that mm-hmm. way. But to get the things we want to do and buy and things, we need to do that. So I think our goals are just improving ourselves and like our finances. Um, yep. For myself, probably just keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, you and <laughs> I think you, what just you're keep doing going with what I'm doing. Yeah, that's a really good point because something was pointed out to me recently. We tend to stress about first world problems, in the sense that there's kids in third world developing countries, mm-hmm. and I'll sound like my mom here, but they literally <laughs> have nothing. Um, yeah. They literally have to scavenge for food and water every mm-hmm. single day. They have huts as homes, and we are complaining about first world problems that just have no value. Uh, yeah, like are not going to change anything that we do. Mm. And I think a lot of the time I forget that, and I will find myself consumed with like frustration, anger, upset, anxiety for mm. for literally no reason. Yeah, it's, at all. Yeah, I was gonna say you must feel a somewhat pressure or expectation because. You're the one with the knowledge and you're the PT and all that. It's do you pre- not pressure and a privilege, though. Mm, I was going to say, do you not privilege. feel like your pressure of, like, 
almost perfection all the time of like I need to be the role model and at times yeah you know what I mean and uh-huh. I uh, can't feel stressed absolutely yeah I will feel it to a certain degree but as mm-hmm. I said like pressure is a privilege I yeah. chose this mm-hmm. and I have to remind myself of that like I chose actively this for my for mm-hmm. me and I've gotten myself to places that I never thought I could mm-hmm. and as you said like as long as I've got a roof over my head and I've got food in my belly and warm heating and yeah. a family that care for me and friends that support me and amazing clients that allow me to do every single day what I do I am so fortunate I feel like mm-hmm. the luckiest person in the world at times with all of that yeah and I always keep myself grounded with those facts rather than let myself get confused with the thoughts in my head and <clears throat> excuse me letting them spiral constantly and letting myself like getting sucked up into a world of make-believe and my own fantasies yeah. of like I'm gonna lose everything tomorrow like that's just not gonna happen yeah um and I'm really bad for catastrophizing a lot of the time mm-hmm. but I do, that. I do the worst possible situation <laughs> yeah I do think we just need to realize that pressure definitely is a privilege like you choose what path you go down yeah and this is a privilege for me to do what I'm able to do and mm-hmm. I'll you have no choice but to keep going yeah that's the mindset that I, I leave behind me is like no matter what happens in life you have no choice but mm-hmm. to just keep going yeah. you can't go backwards you can't just stop and say well that's not for me like you just you have to keep going yeah I think you've kind of snapped me out of that because I really had a kind of victim complex of oh, like the world me is so against sometimes me sometimes I still do yeah and then it was uh, one of the, the many things that has went wrong in the last few months, um, just with anything, uh, we were sitting talking about it, and you're like, Jordan, the world is not against you, so let's start there. Literally. And I was like, all right, okay, like, and I pure snapped out of it. <laughs> we are so guilty for that as humans. We honestly think that, that Jesus is up there being, yeah. like, bullying us. Like, yeah. I, I think it doesn't it was, work like that. Yeah. I guess because I was like, oh, I just want to know why this always happens to me all the time. And you're like, Jordan, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't, you're yeah. not the only person that this happens exactly. to. Yes. There is somebody before you, somebody mm-hmm. before that. Over the course of the world, there's somebody who's had the same problems as you. Yeah, It's reassuring to know that, but it's also yeah. a big fact that you can move forward from that. Yeah. Guarantee you've been through so much worse and you've kept going. That's, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what keeps me going. Yeah, Like, I was homeless at 16, it can't get any worse than that. Yeah, And that's what I always think to myself, like, no matter any situation I'm in, I'm like, there, it could always be worse. Mm-hmm. There's pros and cons to every situation. Yeah. Like, pros, I'm in a house and I'm safe. Con, it's not in the Maldives, but we can live with that. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a stupid example, yeah. but it's like, no, it's what sense. I think of. Like, yeah. I am comfortable with the fact that I'm working actively at better in my life. There's no pressure mm-hmm. in terms of time zone, apart yeah. from the pressure that I put on myself, mm-hmm. which is a, pre- it's a privilege. Like, yeah. I chose this life. Um, and the world isn't out to get me. Mm-hmm. I think we hold ourselves back, and the, what holds us back a lot of the time is ourselves. Yeah, definitely. I'd say probably long term goals mm-hmm. um, to just be comfortable, like with yeah. myself, yeah. not and just be unapologetically me, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you can start doing that, like. One percent every day, exactly. Just be so, a little bit more, more and more. Yeah. So long term, just completely comfortable in, like my own mind, like mindful state and like mm-hmm. physical, yeah, body wise, which is came on leaps and bounds already. Anyway, um, short term, probably we've got a photo shoot. So 
Yes, we've talked about that. Yeah. Um, that's the end of October. The girls are doing a group, group photo shoot yeah. um, so with Rachel. Rachel is the only person I trust in my life with the photo shoots. <laughs> but I'm really excited for that. I'm excited because that's what I've done at college. I've done yeah. photography at college. So. Oh, she's so, she, yeah. she's so geeky with it. You'll love yeah. her. What would you say to anyone else who's just started their journey or is maybe thinking about it um, from your perspective? If you're kind of humming and hawing about it, like, oh, should I do it? Should I not do it? Like, just do it because you could either start now and three months down the line you've made, like, the progress, which I've done for myself, or you cannot start in three months down the line you're still in the same situation going, oh, should I do it? Mm-hmm. So I would just say start now. Yeah, just people put off so it. much. They're like, I'll start tomorrow. I'll do that later. Monday. And then it turns into we'll it Monday. Monday, notoriously Monday. Mm-hmm. And then it gets like days, weeks, months, maybe even years later. Yeah. It's like when people get a new phone, for example, they're like, oh, I'll set it up tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. I'll do that whenever. And it a t- like a two minute task turns into like a 12 minute or uh, 12 day, sorry, ordeal. Yeah. And it could literally take you two just, minutes. It really don'ts on like your mind like your mental state as well because it's always there in the back of your head like oh should I have done that or mm-hmm. did I do that still like mm-hmm. I feel as if it frees up so much of your mind just doing it and see the actual like feeling I've got of going to the gym now like I just like before I was like oh, I need to go to the gym today but whereas I'm like oh I'm going to the gym because like, I want to go and with 75 hard, I'm like, I don't need you choose to your, technically yeah, go. But yeah, the challenge that we're doing. <laughs> yeah, so... With that, though, you choose your hard. Mm-hmm. Like, your hard is betting yourself or staying where you are and yeah. being completely miserable. Exactly. That is the extremities yeah. of it. You're, you're your own worst enemy. My exactly. God, I cannot say that. <laughs> enemy. 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 <laughs> Where's that from again? Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo and enemy. Yeah, I definitely think you get to choose your hard and I definitely think that we have ch- chosen the right path for you. Yeah, definitely. More and more importantly, you've chosen it yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think the community has played a massive role in your development as oh well. Oh my God, yeah. See that WhatsApp group? Oh my God. Bouncing <laughs> every day. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. Even if like there's days where I just have a bit of a down day or just no energy and I won't speak in it or I won't post anything, like, I will still sit and read every single message that comes in just because it completely brightens your day. Even if they're just talking a little shit and it's just about <laughs> random stuff that's... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously we do like, our wins and lessons and stuff and then other times it's just random stuff. Not shit. Before <laughs> watches and they're like, oh, what a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but just something not fitness related, I still love reading it because it's always just so positive. And even when... Some it's not positive and someone's like I'm having a really bad day like you know it's such a safe place mm-hmm. a safe space mm-hmm. for everyone to be and I just love it so much it's honestly such a lifesaver amazing I love it I love it's that brilliant. that's such a nice compliment to hear <laughs> so we like to finish off the podcast with like a wee fun question um, on my last podcast with uh, Chloe um, I asked her this question so I'm going to ask it to yourself what is the spiciest opinion that you think most people disagree with? Oh my god, I was actually dreading this because I was sitting there yeah. and I was like, "It doesn't. It can be as unfiltered as mm, you like." I was thinking about <laughs> it and I was like, "I have a few, but they're not really pure tea worthy." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Doesn't matter. But I was like, "Um, don't know, don't know." I wrote a list. Not gonna lie. You but, wrote a list. Yeah, because <laughs> I was sitting the list. It. 
<laughs> prepared. Um, it was just because I, like, I don't know what to say, and I was like, I don't want to say it in pure. Less, it's fine. Controversial, because no, I was no. like, I'm not really controversial. Like, I agree with most people. <laughs> like, I know. I no, feel like I'm easily agreeable, which I need to change. Yeah, but I think go for it. more like kind of basic that like opinion is room temperature water is better than cold water. Like, see, people oh. freaks me out. I can't drink oh, no, cold I don't water. Like <laughs> <laughs> see, most people don't, but I. Like, well, happily like drink. warm water. Well, not like hot, warm water out of tap, but see, when it's like sat for a few hours, it's just oh, no. room temperature. I prefer that because I can gulp it. Because I don't know, I'm a thirsty gal. Like, I drink <laughs> so much water. My water needs to be ice cold. No, I'm one of those people. I can't. It just, I can't drink it fast enough and it hurts my teeth. It hurts your teeth? Yeah, so like, if it's too cold, it hurts my teeth. But it's weird, I can chew ice cream. But cold. You could chew ice on. Oh, no. oh, is, is that a worse one? <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> like bite on it. Yeah. Oh, that's giving me chills. But I can't. You drink can bite cold ice water. cream. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm oh, just God. envisioning you munching a cornetto. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. wild. That's mad. Yeah. That's so like weird though. Like one scale to the other. How you can literally. Yeah, it's Do weird. That. Like, Do you know what I mean? Because I had a lot of issues with my teeth. Like, I had braces for a good amount of, like, three, four years. I had two operations in my mouth and all that. Yeah. But I've not really got that much sensitive teeth apart from war. That is... That's a good opinion, to be yeah. fair. It's simple, I think that's kind of a, but yeah, I do like that. I think my more kind of spicy opinion so is I that it. I think kind of these days, like, see, me, like, mental health, I feel as if it's went from being a natural issue and a problem... To being a bit of a trend. Because mm, I, I feel as if I agree. everybody's got anxiety or everybody's depressed. It's TikTok. I blame mm. it for so many things, but it mm-hmm. definitely is TikTok. It's like, yeah. here are hidden symptoms I didn't know were anxiety. Or here mm. are hidden symptoms I didn't yeah. know were ADHD. Yeah, or, or someone he- will have, yeah. like, this. They'll, they'll just feel sad. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm so like, depressed. I'm like, you're not. Like, it's. I have a client who works in the Mental Health Institute mm-hmm. and... Um, they'll get people that, that come in and they've taken gear and they're on a come down. Aye. Um, and literally, they'll say that they're depressed and they'll say that they want to die and it's really graphic, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And then once their come down's finished, they're, they're cool. Mm-hmm. That is a complete waste of the resources. Yeah, I feel as if that's why there's such a struggle to get things such like a therapist because... I would love to have a therapist. I feel like I would benefit greatly, but I couldn't just pay. I can't pay that amount of money for it, so I wouldn't need to go through. Yeah, no, my, like NHS, my therapist is brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Isabel. She's been my, <laughs> my godsend. Yeah. Um, I've had her for nearly two years now, and yeah. I honestly think that I wouldn't be the person I am without her. So if you're yeah. if you're looking at the therapy and you actually you do want to get help and diagnose, then yes, do it. Like mm-hmm. Even if you don't need therapy for anxiety, it's just good to have somebody to chat to about life that's oh, non-biased. I do you know what I mean? keep saying to Kyle, I feel as if I've my therapist. I feel so bad I'll sometimes gram, if you're I'm like five different. I'm five different roles with this <laughs> job. Therapist, content creator... Social media manager, personal trainer, online coach, and yeah. so many things. Yeah. <laughs> just pure off Marketing manager, <laughs> director, <Yeah. laughs> so many things. Yeah. But that's a really good opinion. I definitely agree with that. Mm. It is becoming my trend. Yeah. Um, most of the time, you just need exercise in your life and mm. a change of lifestyle, which has worked actually, for you. I was going to say, because I never... So I got technically diagnosed for it when anxiety, when... I went to the doctors for migraines and to get like 
a hormone test done, just like bloods to see yeah. how my hormones and all that are uh-huh. going and how they're doing and stuff. And um, I was just sitting and I'm not the best going to doctors just because I don't know why. It just freaks me out. Like, I ne- nothing bad ever happens. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just go. Just health anxiety. Yeah, yeah, it just freaks me out a wee bit. And um, I went to get more migraine tablets or to change them or something, but she had to speak to me before we'd done it. So mm-hmm. I was sitting in a wee room and I was talking to her. And then she was typing on the computer to get that sorted. And I started going on about um, hormone tests, but mm-hmm. I, I, while she's still typing, and she's like, right, just hang on. And like, I'm still, I'm still like putting through your migraine stuff. Oh, Jesus. And um, I was like, all right. And I just kind of <laughs> sat there. And then all right. she turned around. <laughs> I said, I'm cool. And she, uh, she turned around and she just went, like, she like, pure, like, I swiveled around and like clasped her hand together. And she went, do you suffer with anxiety? And I was like, <laughs> Girl, stop saying that. I, I was like, she, it was as if she was just. You're like, I don't suffer, I just have it. Yeah, she was just, for me, just sitting there having a five minute conversation. She was like, Girl, you need help. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gave me tablets for oh, it bless. and all that. And she was like, I'm going to put you on this. And I was like, that's, that's just always okay. our solution, isn't it? That's a whole other topic for yeah. another day, but that's a whole, yeah. that's just our whole solution, isn't it? Here's some yeah. tablets, away you go. Yeah. Um, rather uh, they, than, rather than prescribing really, you a change of life. Yeah. I you never know? used them. The times I did use them, I feel as if they didn't do it much. And then so much so that they, they went out of date. <laughs> but, so oh, I couldn't God. even use them anymore. So I was like, Jesus. Whatever. <laughs> never yeah, went back. You definitely but... won't look back now. Like you've totally, oh, definitely. totally changed your whole it's, perspective on things. Yeah, it's definitely helped a lot. Mean, like mental wise because I can't remember if it was an argument with my parents an argument with Kyle or whatever but I was in the most foul mood and I was just so angry at whatever it was and I messaged my sister and I was like are you dressed and she's like yes why and I was like we're mm. going to the gym now yeah and I feel as if it's like before I would sit in my own wee head in my room absolutely blood boiling over pure fuming mm-hmm. and whatever the hell it was but now I'm like oh, I'll just go to the gym yeah. Lift some weights. Absolutely. I'll be fine. Exactly. And it feels so much better coming out. And I'm like, ah, breathe. <laughs> that's such a good point to end on. Um, like, that's probably the biggest change for you. And mm. I'm so grateful for that. And yeah. thank you for coming on and sharing your so journey. Um, like the fact you've lost nearly 10 kilograms and beyond inches and inches off your whole body and your mindset has done the biggest 360, which yeah. we've talked about here. Yeah. And hopefully everybody can hear and see that and like look up to you in some way and you've definitely inspired just me sitting here so no doubt you'll inspire other people stop. listening <laughs> girl stop um, but I'm really proud of you and uh, honestly Thanks. thank you for coming today is there anything you want to add just before we finish or um, just probably what we touched on earlier like if you're thinking about it just go for it just do it because you'll feel so much better going down the line honestly like it does absolutely bits. <laughs> it does, does bits. bits for you. Pure and... Scottish does bits, man. <laughs> does pure it bits, does. man. <laughs> it does so much for you, like your mental health. Never mind, obviously, getting fit and stuff. It does great for your future, yeah. for your yeah. future self, which is a lot of the reasons I've done it. Because, yeah, thank you, your future self. Yeah, because after I got my, all my tests done, I found out I've got PCOS. So I was just like... I need to get my act like I need mm-hmm. to get myself fixed if I've got something wrong with me. The fact you've lost ten kilograms with PCOS, by the way, that's make it makes it so difficult. Yeah, people overcome that. People overcome that hugely. Yeah. So that's another inspiration to so. to add to the list. Another point. 
Um, but yeah, thank you so much and thank you guys for listening. We will see you on the next episode. I hit you in a land, can you fit me in your plans? I like